up, guys? Welcome back to That's Cool. And today we have a, a loaded episode for you guys. Today we're going to be talking about some football-related content, some basketball-related content, right? And I'm going to be bringing back something that I for- have forgotten, honestly, to do in the last couple of episodes and give you guys my picks. So that's how we're going to start today off. I'm going to give you guys my picks. Um, only have, I only have two for today. Um, not a whole lot of picks today. Not a whole lot of games I like and stuff like that. But I will say the first game today, my first pick is the Golden State Warriors plus five and a half. Buy the two points just to be safe. You know, plus three and a half is an interesting line. But to me, if you buy those two points, make it plus five and a half. It's better odds. It's not the best odds, but it's better, I'd say, value and better protection for your bet than plus three and a half is. Uh, I could totally see the Warriors winning this game as a Celtics fan. I'm saying that. I could see them closing it out. I don't think they close it out, but I also don't see the Celtics blowing them out by more than six points to win this game. I see this being a very competitive, very close game. My second pick for today, guys, is the Mets money line. They just lost. Uh, I'm pretty sure they just lost to the Brewers yesterday. Yes, they lost to the Brewers yesterday, 10-2. I'm not a, like a big Mets fan at all. I don't really even follow baseball the most until it's like the only sport on TV. But I know the Mets have been one of the most hot teams in the NA, in the uh, MLB. And they got Tyler, or, uh, yeah, Taylor Meagle on the mound. And the Braves have Aaron Ashby on the mound, who is 1-5, right? Not a very good look for a pitcher. So that's the reason I'm taking the Mets money line at minus 130. So those are my two picks for today. So now we're talking about some NFL content, right? Uh, Some NFL topics and stuff like that. The one thing I really want to talk to you guys about is Deshaun Watson, right? I want to talk about Deshaun Watson. I want to talk about his situation, the Brown situation and Baker Mayfield situation, because I feel like it's something that should be talked about considering that a couple of days ago, Two more allegations came out against Deshaun Watson, making it instead of 24 to 26. Um, Let's first talk about Deshaun Watson, then we'll talk about what this means for the Browns and then Baker Mayfield and his future. So what does this mean for Deshaun Watson, right? For Deshaun, this basically means, look, you're in reality, you're looking at a suspension of I don't know how many games, but you're looking at a suspension. Number two, this is not good for his own image. We know that, but... Again, this is kind of this is interesting because if there's been 26 account of sexual uh, misconduct, I don't really know what it is, sexual allegations or assault, whatever, you feel like he'd be found guilty by now. You know what I mean? I feel like I would have heard that Deshaun Watson's been found guilty. I'm not defending Deshaun Watson. I think he should be suspended for at least like 10 plus games. But still, you know, the fact that you have not been found guilty on 20 with 26 lawsuits is quite fishy to me. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels that way. Again, I'm not justifying his actions. I'm not saying what he's doing is right, but it is a little fishy to me. So now, what does this mean for him? This could ultimately be the end of his career, right? This could be the end of Deshaun Watson's career. If he finds that he's guilty on even one of those cases, this could be the end of Deshaun Watson. You know what I mean? We saw what happened with like a Ray Rice. He hit his wife Again, horrible, not, not you know, counting for it, but it was the end of his career. You look at uh, um, Kareem Hunt. It essentially ended his career as a starting running back when he kicked his wife. I'm pretty sure that's what he did, right? So he it, it lost him his career, right, in a sense that for Ray Rice, it lost everything. For Kareem Hunt, he lost his starting role and lost a lot of money considering that he would have made a ton of money on a Chiefs team 
can pay like a top RB. So now what does this mean for the Cleveland Browns? Well, this puts the Browns in a very, very tough spot. And this is why I don't agree with the Browns move to sign Deshaun Watson. If it was me, I personally would have waited till after the cases, you know, find that he's not guilty. Then you bring him in and then you have a lot more trust that, hey, look, Deshaun Watson is going to be able to play for us. Because right now, you don't know if Deshaun Watson is going to suit up in the uh, Origin Brown ever, right? You don't know that. Like I said, he could get caught on one or two of these cases and it could legitimately end his career in the NFL. So the, they're taking a very big risk and bringing in Deshaun Watson. They're paying him a huge bag and meet, expecting like he's going to play, right? What this means for the Browns is this. A, obviously what I just said, but B, they could, they're going to lose out this year. If Deshaun Watson does not play, they lose their quarterback for this year. Next year, right, this team goes from being a playoff team to a bottom-of-the-barrel team that now has to look other ways to get better. And that's something that the Browns definitely do not want to have to do. You know, if they didn't, they don't want to do that, that's why they went all in on Sean Watson. And what does this mean for Baker? For Baker, to me, I feel like Baker's been the one who's been treated the worst in this whole situation. Uh, he's got the short end in the stick. It's not been fair to him, in my opinion. But I'm not here to talk about Baker Mayfield and get, explain to you guys why I think Baker Mayfield is a great quarterback and why he should get a second chance. But Baker Mayfield, there's been talks that he might be traded to the Panthers or if he's released, he'll go to the Panthers, stuff like that. I think the only reason we have not seen Baker Mayfield on a NFL team yet, other than the Browns, is because he ultimately, the Browns ultimately are trying to get a whole lot for him. The Browns are trying to get a first-round pick. Teams were like, no, we're not giving you a first-round pick. That's blasphemy, right? So the Browns are trying to get as much value for Baker Mayfield as they possibly can. And these other NFL teams just really aren't biting at it because, let's just be honest, why should they bite at it, you know? They're going to release him if they don't, you know what I mean? He's They're going to have to release him if no one trades for him, which no one will. So why give something up when you can just release him in a or, uh, sign him in a couple of weeks? So that's that whole situation going on in Cleveland, right? Cleveland is in a very tough spot. That's why, you know, I personally don't know if they're a playoff team this year because you can't assume that Deshaun Watson is going to play all 17 games. Even if he plays like eight of those games, you can't assume that the team will perform good in those other nine games with Jacob Brissett as their quarterback. So now moving on from the Cleveland Brown talk and the Deshaun Watson talk and all that crap, let's talk about game six of the NBA Finals because this is the biggest game probably on TV the last week, right? Who needs to show up for this game? That's the first thing I'm going to discuss before I give you guys my winners, my thoughts, right? Who needs to show up for each team today? The Celtics need Jason Tatum to show up. I've been, I was watching Stephen A. and those guys and J.J. Redick talk about who needs to show up. And they both said Jason Tatum. And I was watching that. And I said, yeah, I, I have to agree with everything that they're saying. All right. He's not being aggressive to the hoop. And when he is, he's going off one foot. Right. The turnovers, the decision making. Right. But for Celtics, they need Jason Tatum. They need their star player to come to play today. And it's that simple. If Tatum gives him 40, 35, 30. Right. And Brown gives him a solid 20. This team should have an opportunity to win this game and force a seventh game. Now, when I listen to the press conferences and I listen to the interviews before the game, Jason Tatum sounded very confident, did not seem very flustered. It didn't, didn't seem very, you know, different. He seemed very confident. He said, you know, we don't have to win two games tonight. You know, we just got to win one, you know, stuff like that. So he sounds confident and he sounds ready to go. 
For the Warriors, they need Wiggins or Klay Thompson to show up. If one of the two or if both of them show up, it's essentially going to be over for the Boston Celtics because Steph Curry is not going to have a horrible shoot night like he did in Game 5. You can basically guarantee that that will not happen. Um, if both of those guys or even if one of those guys shows up, I think it'll be a big difference maker in this game. It can be the ultimate reason why this game goes in the Warriors' direction, and that's why I picked the Warriors at plus 5.5 because from what I've seen in the series, the safer bet is to take the Warriors plus 5.5 because you – You've seen Wiggins and Klay Thompson play, come to play in the series. You have not seen Jason Tatum come to play yet. You've seen him play one game out of five so far, and you saw Jalen Brown just have his worst game of the series so far. So to me, Wiggins and Klay, are one of, or if not both of them, are the reasons the Warriors are going to win this game. Now before I wrap up this episode, guys, it's going to be a shorter episode today because yet again, there's not a whole, whole lot to talk about, and I'm also expecting to have a co-host on the show very, very soon. But who, who? what's my prediction? Who's going to win this game? I think the Boston Celtics are going to win this game, and I think they're going to force the seventh game. Um, if Tatum comes to play, if Brown comes to play, I think the home atmosphere is just going to be too much for the Golden State Warriors. And for that reason, I'm taking the Boston Celtics, but by no more than six. It's going to be a very close game. It's going to be a very intense, hard-fought game. Expect that 100%. So that being said, guys, I'll see you tomorrow for a Game 6 recap and maybe some NFL talk. I'll see what's going on in the news and give you guys my thoughts and my breakdowns on it. So without further ado, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Be sure to follow me on That's Cool on Twitter and on Instagram, especially on Twitter, though, because you're going to get my live reactions and stuff like that throughout the games. So that being said, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.